Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome day. So I wanted to get today's episode out a little early for three reasons. First of all, it's always good to get a little framing or call it a pep talk before entering into any experience and Tishabov should be no different. Second, because there's a very surprising halacha that once Tishabov starts, we actually don't study Torah. The primary reason given for this is the Torah study is such an enjoyable experience that we withhold from that on Tishabov because we're in mourning and not supposed to engage in pleasurable activities. So for the same reason that we don't shower, have intimate relations, eat, we also don't give ourselves the pleasure and opportunity of learning because it provides joy to our hearts crazy a day where you're not allowed to learn torah small caveat though is that you can learn things specifically relating to the destruction as that arouses a greater sense of sadness and loss unlike the usual learning that we do which is supposed to be inspiring and totally enjoyable and finally i want to share with you what might just be the most important word that summarizes all of tishabov and the jewish journey and that is echa the name of the megillah the first word the scroll that we will be reading tonight. The word Eicha loosely translates as, how could it be? It's such a powerful word that encapsulates a shock, pain, a disbelief. As we reflect on our enduring situation as a people still suffering the pains of the exile, we ask, how could it be, God? How is it there's still so much pain, so much anti-Semitism, so much assimilation, so much existential threats to Israel and the Jews, which, let's be honest, we felt over the past few weeks more acutely than we have in a long time. Echa, how is this all possible? Why is this happening and why is this our reality and for so long? The question's real. It's one that must be asked of God. If we believe that there is something special in Judaism, we believe that there's a special connection to God as a chosen people, then is this what we expect? Ayeka, how is this possible, God? It's a great question, an important question. And I'd like you to hear, not just with your ears, but with your neshama, with your soul, this important answer. I've mentioned in the past that there's an intentional reason why the Torah does not come with vowels. And while we have a very clear tradition on how to pronounce them correctly, each word, the deeper sources of Jewish wisdom teach us that it's also because words that have the same letters, even if pronounced differently, still carry a deep connection to each other. And that is why they are comprised of the same letters, indicating that they are made up of the same stuff, the same DNA. Our sages point out that these letters of Echa, Aleph, Yud, which sum up the entire feeling of loss, pain, and abandonment expressed on Tishabav, are found all the way in the beginning of Boratius also. If we go back to the first story in Downfall in Human History, Adam and Eve eating from the tree, we find these exact same letters but pronounced differently. After Adam and Eve chose to do their own thing and ignore God's instructions, they realized that they made a mistake and they hid from God. At that point, God calls out Ayeka, also spelt Aleph Yud Chaf Hey. But here the word means, where are you? It's a strange thing for God to ask. I understand that you and I can ask that word. Often I've picked up the phone and called one of my kids and asked, hey, where are you? Because I have no idea. But God, he sees everything. So what does this question mean? Why ask it? Which leaves us with two questions. Number one, why does God need to ask Ayeka, where are you? And two, Why does the word contain the same letters as Echa? How could it all be? Listen, like I said, with your hearts. When God is asking Adam and Eve, and for that matter, Jews throughout history, where are you? He doesn't mean your geographical positioning. We've all been asked by friends, where are you? Where are you at now? That isn't about your place, 
but rather your direction, your purpose. What are you living for? Adam, Eve, I dropped you in paradise. I said we would be partners in filling this world with goodness, love, spiritual connection, and have an intimate relationship with each other. Where did you go off on your own and start doing your own thing? Let me ask you, Ayeka, where are you at in committing to this destiny? You were created for a purpose and to be my partner, but it seems like you're rejecting me and going off and doing your own thing? That is what God is asking Adam and Eve, and that question of God continues to echo to this very day. Where am I, Rafi, in this relationship, in this partnership, and how am I contributing to the world's GDP, godly driven purpose? When we go off and say, hey, I'll just take from that tree, I'll do my own thing, and I'll go off on my own, God isn't asking because he can't find us. He's asking, hey, do you know where you are? where you come from, and more importantly, where the life you're living will lead you in your future generations? And now we can answer the second question as well. Why do Ayeka, where are you, and Echa, how could this happen, share the same letters, the same DNA? Well, the answer is simple. The way we got to where we are, maybe lost or seeing our people unraveling, feeling that God's presence is more hidden from us over the years, is not because God wants to be distant or express tough love or has gone away, but rather because we, as individuals and as a nation, have not really figured out our existential purpose yet. Where are we? What is the greatness that God sees in me? What's the light that God knows we can be as a people? And if we don't know where we are, well, then we end up asking, Echa, how did this happen? This, my dear friends, is the mindset we can bring into Tishar B'Av. Tomorrow we'll finish the thought, but only after we take some time to think about it ourselves. And on that note, wishing you a meaningful fast day. The fast starts at 8.43 tonight and ends 9.27 tomorrow night, Toronto time. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.